Thank you for tuning into the Hope When There Was None podcast. And here we share stories to educate you, to empower you and inspire. So thank you for listening and tuning in. Please do me a favor and share if you have a favorite episode, or maybe you think somebody else that needs a dose of positivity and to maybe break open some of the darkness, let there be light. So thank you again for all of your support and encouragement. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Melinda from Hope When There Was None. How are you doing today? Well, it is our Soulful Sunday, and we are talking about the theory of self-actualization. Wow, I said that with only half a cup of coffee gone. That was first created by psychologist Abraham, Abraham Maslow. Okay, so maybe the coffee hasn't kicked in yet. And that was in 1943. So what does this have to do with healing after traumatic an event, abuse, and so on and so on, or maybe addiction needs. This is actually um, was created in 1943. He theorized that our lower needs need to be met until so we can have our highest healing, the highest level of healing, which is self-actualization. Acu- see, there it goes. So what is that self-actualization? Acu- Let's just keep going. So- <laughs> But healing takes time. That's basically what we're saying. It's not just like to run. It's not a marathon. We're not going to do it. We don't need to meet this, get to the finish line within three hours or something like that. It takes time. And it's okay to take a break if and when you need to. Just acknowledge that. So I'm going to start from the bottom up. So with our our needs, since we do need to have the lowest ones met first... We are going to talk about the psychological needs. Now, this is things that we need in order to keep us alive, like food, water, a safe home or shelter, warmth, even sex, and of course, sleep. So what does that look like? Examples of this can be getting dressed. And of course, my needs right now are coffee. And that could be getting dressed, just getting outside, taking a walk, taking care of yourself with exercise. Perhaps you need to nap, eat food that's nourishing to your body as well. Also, we have and that could be um, exercising, taking a walk around the block, something of that nature. Safety needs is number four. So number four with our safety needs, this is a need for us to feel more secure, whether it's in our home or maybe we need to have employment, a stable and, and just to feel that we have freedom away from fear, chaos, and even anxiety. So to become more self-aware of your surroundings, of yourself, these are some examples, to create a support network of trusted friends and family, maybe even a safety plan. You contact a shelter in order to have a safety plan. What happens when things go wrong? You might even consider having some sort of coping skills. So when you're feeling challenged, you may use these skills such as grounding, meditation, or you need a weighted blanket or just a big hug from somebody. Also the happy place exercise that I've chatted about before. It's where you remember maybe a memory of a place or a time when you actually felt happy and you go to that place in your mind. This could also be learning self-defense in order to feel more confident about yourself. Now, number three, longing, excuse me, Love and belonging. I kind of merge those together. So love and belonging needs. You need to feel that you're safe and in a relationship. And especially if it's a sexual intimate relationship, you want to feel safe. So you want to have those boundaries 
put in place or starting to learn about boundaries. Also, um, you need affection, cuddling. This could be connections with friends and family. It doesn't have to be necessarily in a sexual nature. Examples of this could be that you're going to therapy or counseling, going out with that trusted friend, talking with somebody, if it's not a therapist or counselor, but somebody that you do trust. But just having that connection, and it could be that it's just via the web right now, because we are in that COVID type of environment right now. Many countries, and I actually talked to somebody from West Berlin and another gal, also from the UK, and they're still on lockdown. So for us US people that we are having our freedoms, which we do have our freedoms here to come and go, a lot of them are still only able to go to the store and maybe a job and they have to come back home. They can have the freedom like we are now going to museums and zoos and things such as that. They've been on lockdown for a while. That was very eye-opening for me after talking with these ladies. So I feel very blessed. So maybe having a connection with Zoom or, or on the internet with uh, Facebook Messenger, just reaching out to others that way as well in order to feel that belongingness, joining Facebook groups, something of that nature, just to have that connection. And number two is your esteem needs. Now you might think, hey, I don't want to feed my ego, but we all do like receiving praise of our achievements or even recognition respect from others and by others. And it's not only that, but it's also finding independence. If you've been trapped in an abusive relationship, toxic relationship, again, this can be with an intimate partner, it could be with a family member, something, or even trapped in a work environment, you might feel better once you start gaining that independence or start taking steps towards independence. And that can be really small, but just finding that self-confidence and finding your self-esteem can really help you going forward. So maybe do a small task as an example that you've been putting off or that scares you. Wear something and maybe you're out of that relationship right now, that toxic environment with a family member or intimate partner. And you've always wanted to tattoo. You've always wanted to wear clothing a certain ways. Perhaps you were in a tough religious uh, relationship, uh, something like that with a family or church or intimate partner, and they can only, through that church, they had the beliefs that you wear long skirts, that you wear your hair long, you know, a head covering, something of that nature. So you've never cut your hair or dyed your hair and you've always wanted to. Well, go ahead, go for it or give yourself that permission if it's something that you always wanted to do. Change that hairstyle, just even take a selfie. Sometimes just doing those small steps can really go a long way. And again, it's baby steps. We're not taking large leaps before you're ready to that get to that finish line. We're taking small steps, small day by day even hour by hour if need be. Now at the highest level, that self-actualization needs, you now those are our needs that we're striving for, we're needing, these needs are gonna help us to fulfill our unique potential, uh, that creativity, help us with problem solving and just that growth that we need to, to get into, tap into. So get creative, journal, dance, read, draw, do some research on something that uh, maybe you've always been interested in or drawn into do a puzzle, explore the world around you. And each of these take, again, small bit of time in five minutes a day. You know, I'm all about five minute self-care. So just finding five minutes to do, so tackle something small, but you can reach that number one self-actualization. You can strive for that. It is going to take time. And I've said this already several times throughout this video. Please be gentle with yourself. Okay, know that you'll get there. It's again, not a marathon. It's not a race because Sally Joe in your Facebook group that you're a member of is already here when she left after you did 
don't worry about that. Don't compare her journey to yours. It's going to look different. Okay. Just please don't, don't compare your story to mine. And I do get that a lot. I get members, um, members, ladies that I meet and they're like, oh, my story is nothing like yours. Oh my gosh, what you went through. And of course there's women that went through disfiguring, disfigurement. They've went through um, much worse, I feel, but I don't compare myself and you shouldn't compare your story to mine. We each deal and cope with our traumas differently. We each handle them differently. We meet our breaking point differently. There's some ladies that say, well, it's only emotional abuse or it's only just verbal abuse. It's still abuse, no matter what. So I hope you found this enlightening. I don't know if you've ever heard of this theory. I heard about it when I was in psychology about 12 years ago, and it just came to, the, came to me this morning that this is something I needed to go ahead and touch on. So look up some information further, of course, on this theory. I'll go ahead and I'll put a little infograph in the comments. And, um, you know, I hope you have a good takeaway on this and i'd love to know have you heard of this theory before put it in the comments is this your first time hearing about that i'd love to know that too also where are you from i'd love to know where you're from if you're watching this in the replay please do a fire emoji in the comments and do a hashtag retay replay having more coffee this is Melinda signing off from Hope When There Was None. I hope you have a great rest of your day and stay safe. If you have any questions or comments for me, by all means, throw them in the comment section or message me privately. I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you on Tuesday for Teachable Tuesday. Mm -hmm.